Welcome everyone to episode two of the election podcast. And the election podcast, of course, is brought to you by the Nidare Foundation, Abuja Discourse, in collaboration with the Electoral College. And the purpose of this podcast, of course, is the conversation around elections having consequences. And of course, the importance of elections, the importance of free and fair elections, and how we can all come together to ensure that that happens, the future of elections in Nigeria. My name is Indi Kato, and with me today is Mr. Kevin Akoje. I got it right. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. Hi, Kevin. How are you doing, Indi? Fine, fine. So you're from the Electoral College? Yes, I am. And you're wrong for elections, eh? Beautifully so. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has received that baptism of fire. Yes. What, was it free and fair? That's supposed to be for another day. Shame. The election took place <laughs> and I didn't win. So well, I think that we should actually have episodes where people narrate <laughs> what they went through when they ran for election. Like True. they just come and sit and narrate, like let people know that look, this is not a fair system and it's not funny at all. But we might have to get our own policemen across the building. Oh if okay. not the broadcast might be interrupted. Ah, okay, there's that. Yes. This is this is follow that hate speech. <laughs> Will this follow on that I'm one? I'm not sure where to be, but just for mm. security reasons. Okay, okay. So today is our second episode and we're actually talking election in view, Edo State elections. And I think it has been all over the news. I think Edo and Edo and Ondo have dominated. True. Especially with the intrigues in the build up. I think Edo has really dominated though. It's taking, it's taking, taking the leaderboard completely. Yeah, yes. I mean, Ondo is trying to, to be noisy, but the Edo drama. And so, um, the first thing I'll put forward is how prepared are we? Again, this is another election. You know, have we taken the lessons from the last one and applied here, or does it look like we're going to be running through? If there's anything I would say, is mm-hmm. the election management body, as always, has put the textbook actions in place. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever been a case of them not being ready. It's the in fact terms that of the textbook actions, yes, being it's ready. the fact that when the actions are now rolled out, mm-hmm. we begin to see deficiencies. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we have so many supply chain and logistics experts in Nigeria mm-hmm. and overseas because we have money to buy them. We don't want to use the ones in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So we don't understand why, with like Edo State now, only to over 2,600 polling units. And then we might still have the same drama of materials not getting to everywhere at the same time or as they are scheduled to have reached. And so that already poses the first challenge into or with regards to timing when they start and finish. Yeah. And then as against also persons that finish from the own polling unit going to go and cause drama in and out polling units because we had the same thing. Or even in the case of double registration, yes, we'll say it, or double voting. You see, have individuals and slight cases of that because we know that some people turn a blind eye mm-hmm. and then persons come and they are finished from another polling unit and they come they to, to another polling unit and they still vote. So, like, I, this, I mean, this question is not something I even put down, but you know, knowing very well that that's a possibility, we haven't really done things to have, have we done much to would I say mitigate that or to, to prevent that? The easiest way to checkmate it is making sure that everybody starts at the same, at the time, same time and then finishes at the same time. If we can just manage that midway, mm-hmm. it will be a lot easier to manage. Because right now, unlike the yesteryears when persons just vote and they go home, mm-hmm. we have an increased rate of mandate protection. 
Yeah. Whether you are the biggest party, you are the lowest mm-hmm. party, party, you yeah. just trolled in party. Now nobody is taking their one vote for play. Okay. And so for as to, for the twenty people that voted, they are all sitting down there to watch that their vote counted and to confirm that the twenty of them that voted are registered, registered. and recorded from their polling unit down to the central station, down to the collation center, and then even when it is being broadcasted. So if we can just manage that particular dynamic, mm-hmm. I, I believe even the case of uh, election talk will also be, be minimized. Nice. Because this, interestingly, this talks they actually go to vote. Yes, of course, they do. <laughs> they, they don't just get to cause problems. <laughs> they, know, also, they actually go to They vote. are multitasking. Yeah, they are multitasking. So <laughs> they're it's, multitasking. It's, it's very interesting. If you can just put that together. Everything. Okay. Speaking of talks, um, cases of violence are already being recorded. Hmm. You know, both, um, you know, some of the parties. Let me not say both. Some of the parties are already accusing each other. Oh, I was attacked here. Your your boys attacked me there. And you know, in ter- in terms of preparedness, do you see, you know, they they um, you see INEC the government being ready for this? And I mean, how many police? Man, I don't know if we have that figure of police people being deployed. But of course, we'll still hear plenty being deployed in last election. But how confident are we that, you know, these things will be checkmated? Because every election we have people, in fact, this discourages people from voting. So we have people like, I don't want to die. Or we have, it's like we have the knowledge that some people will die and we just... So how, how prepared do you think we, we are or have we accepted? If there's anything I'll say is that with every election comes its own peculiarities. Mm-hmm. And Edo states... Mm-hmm. Couple of over over ten local governments, so there's a whole lot to manage. Mm-hmm. But the present IGP is has pledged that security is paramount, mm-hmm. most especially during elections. Yeah. So basically, that's the best we can get from him now until we see it on. Until we see actually on DD. a lot of these so let's to... take his word for it, for it and then encourage the people good people of those to come out seen, and Have vote. we seen repercussion for any of the groups that have engaged in violence? Down that begs for legislation, mm-hmm. maybe something different or out of the blue, but because it's necessary. Mm-hmm. If we can, because we've all talked about election tribunal mm-hmm. and the like, but a violence during election, mm-hmm. however, you put it, it, it just comes and disappears. Yes, sir. you see the guy that slapped you that day, you see the guy that threw the ball, the, the, the ballot box, mm-hmm. and the next day he's, he's still on the same street with you. You are going to the stream together to fetch water. Or you meet in the market, or he's either conducting something, and then you're like, we practically reported this guy mm-hmm. to the law enforcement agencies. So how is it possible that a, a, an adjudication has been done mm-hmm. in the last 25 minutes? He has been acquitted, mm-hmm. served the sentence, and he's already home. So I, I think there should be some level of modifications from the judicial process alongside the the law enforcement, because if without 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 us having that. We'll still continue to have repeat cases of, cases of that. violence I, because I nothing like, happens after all. I feel like, oh, in this, like, if if, peop, if some people are already being violent and we're not really hearing anything about what is happening with respect to that violence or even some form of investigation, yes, people can come and attempt to do violence and go, but that is where policing comes in, right? Mm. Like, we should be able to, be able to, like, they can't just disappear. This is not an, this is not an animal kingdom. No matter what you say about Nigeria, like, this state has police. They have the mandate to investigate these things. And if by now I'm not seeing concrete investigation, it seems to have let it go. And it kind of foreshadows like what is to come that violence may happen still because people have seen that violence has gone okay, unchecked. So and yes. 
So let's come to what should we call it the elephants in the room with this election? Uh, there are two yeah. candidates. Uh, I just say let, let's leave the elements in the room. We have um, over ten ten parties that are presented for yes. for the election. So let's put all of them on the same level playing field. They both have okay, but but in terms uh, but the other parties have not committed the crime of certain groups. I won't call it a crime yet, but we need to check this. So there are two candidates in this election, and so I won't mention parties, right? So we don't make this about certain parties. But let's put it like this. Party Yellow. Candidate from Party Yellow was in Party Green before. Candidate from Party Green was in Party Yellow before. The person backing candidates from this is now backing this one. And they have flipped the statement. Everything they told us was true. The last one. They say it's a lie now. So how do we like... I just... I mean, it, it's so odd, but it's happening. I think the word that will just capture this is what you call cross-capital. Yes, cross-capital. And then we have repeatedly talked about this thing, time without number. Yeah. When will the elections in Nigeria be held justly and with some form of ideology or logic? Because it doesn't make any sense that at the wee hours of the night, a candidate can cross-carpet to another party mm-hmm. and then he now claims what was right is no longer right, is mm-hmm. now wrong, mm-hmm. and blames the former existing status quo as the problem that, oh, yeah. that was or that will be or that will continue to be when they were both actually part of the okay, ecosystem yes. on both sides. Because for me, I, I, th- I see them as playing a trick on, our, on, our, on, our, on us. Mm-hmm. You actually are trying to eat from both sides. Yeah. Or you are trying to, as they call it, you are trying to cut a yam with both sides of the blade. Yeah. Personally, it's not fair. If you are losing, lose and lose honorably and rest. Don't come and see that ah, he's not favoring you here. One or two things might go wrong. And so to play safe. So you can see now, it's no longer a case of the people. Mm-mm. It's not a case of the candidate and him wanting to ensure his own posterity mm-hmm. in power. Yeah. So that's why they don't care about ideology. They don't care yeah. about whose yes. toes were stepped on. They don't care about whose ox was God. They don't even care about the feelings of the community. Because me, I believe that if I'm in a political party, for me to basically leave the party, it takes a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And to be very frank, we've learned a whole lot of things from Western democracy. Why can't we learn the part of, you are seeing the part of you not winning. You bow out. You bow out. We I see just, basic things happening in Western democracies where it just a, a menial action will go wrong and somebody uh, will resign. No, not here. It's not here. It's I've just seen, I've seen really so sad. much that not here. And you know, this 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 begs up or this brings up the issue of the lack of ideology that you mentioned. And issues like this actually kill chances of political parties having ideologies, reduces them to platforms. Because how can we say one political party was insulting this governor and now they're backing him like you know he did well. Yeah. But just two months ago he didn't. Like, how do we reconcile that? And it's it's that people can no longer stick to ideas, can no longer stick to this is what I believe in. I can't back this person because this person is like this. And people just, you know, it, it's too much. We can't even call this flexibility at this point. For, for me, I will not like, I will still blame it on the election management board first. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you are, in charge, to, you are in charge of registering mm-hmm. political parties. Mm-hmm. And they also spent millions of naira in mm. training these political party officers yeah. and what have you and the mm-hmm. remaining and uh, I think they even train candidates. 
Yes. Though I never got trained by INEC, and I think I ran an election and I finished. Yes. <laughs> so, but they spend so much money all of those regards, and I seriously do not understand the part of them not teaching them about having to face an ideological front yeah. or to put one in front. Or worst case scenario, see, young men, if you are coming to register a particular party, bring us your ideological thematic points directly yeah, and, then, remember, like, and then put it walk, up for them. If you walk into the ruling party of Ghana, because you gave me a tour last year, and I remember when you enter, like you just see it there, basically it has to do with like Ghanaians' freedom, their own right to ownership of their own land, or like this is what ownership of their own land of their nation one teacher but this is the thing that this party stands for and it's soon shift and everything is around these yeah. themes right but here we don't have that yet but to be honest i think i've seen an attempt to to build that you see you know foreign organizations international Repo republican institutes ndi mm -hmm. attempt to and they will sit with uh, i ipac is it ipac yes. ipac and the party and, advice yes also. And all these conversations would happen, and yes, yes, we're going to do it, we're going to do it, and then everybody, everybody moves. So long a letter. So long a letter, <laughs> and then everybody moves on. But I, I think that in the current um, deputy senate president's attempt at electoral reform, that some of these things are contained or have been discussed, have been discussed in that look. There should be a period where if you like, if you jump from one party to the next. You have to wait and participate wait. there for a while. Yes. Like if you are here less than a year or less than Thank two you. years, you some can, form of honesty you can, or so that it restores sanity yeah. to the system. So let's see if that enters the conversation and if it enters how much. I mean, there will be casualties. That's why. That's why I say let's see. Let's so that part of let's. That's why I say I'm pushing back to the election management body. Mm -hmm. They are apolitical. Mm -hmm. It will be faster for them to make a proclamation and back it up by a presidential appeal. Yeah. Than the legislative house, Let, because the what? national assembly is made up of the people that will soon do that action. They will do the action, but then so you know I, I can bet you that whoever is at the helms of it now, mm -hmm. he will just do his own sharply before they pass it. <laughs> you know, so you understand yeah. that. So if you he's trying to do that, his friends are trying to do that. So the top planning timeline. Yes. Say so let's do this so in sharply what, before we pass it. What I feel, Come on. What I feel about mm -hmm. all this is. That there will be there will be casualties, but the present political class are willing to risk those casualties for the sanity of the Would system. They agree to go? It's like, like, like I'm willing to risk like if somebody within the current political class falls into oh he has been wriggled out or rigged out by his party and he wants to go and he cannot go. Like I'm willing to for the future, like okay, two or three elections from now, this action will save things. For now, Shaipu will fall to it, yes, but as we keep going, this action. Or it may not. Who knows? Gracefully, we only have hope to hope and faith to, 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 to chew on. So while we, we let's look at another major issue: the deregistration of political parties. I think we're down mm. to eighteen. Uh, let's not call it down to eighteen. The, that is the, the court case now <laughs> brought them Back. alive. So we don't know whether they are really alive or, or not. Pa partially dead. Okay. So, so what what I'm saying, if 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 what INEC has pushed for ends up succeeding. I kind of think like this. This feel like this limits youth. So there are times when you would see, for example, ruling people who are in ruling parties, federal, state. Please, I'm not pointing fingers at just one particular person. They say, oh, they have called the party leaders of six political parties and all. And I think this makes it easy. Uh, before you couldn't put a lead on the number of of parties. Like you can just so, you would just uh, you would call some some who say they are not doing. Mm -hmm. But if you are able to convince this number you put a cap on it 
You've shot a lot of people out. Yeah, I, I don't want to use that adjective because mm. we have countries that are practicing bicameral. But they have system. better democracies, let's be True. honest. True. No doubt. <laughs> True, they, they, have have better, they have better democracy system, but it's just the fact that until we evolve and know what is good for us, mm. we'll continue toying with ideas back and forth. Back and forth. So for now, as it is, since we are all following the constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, mm-hmm. we are still following the rules of the election management body. Mm-hmm. They have been deregistered, they have been brought back, they should end the case in court, mm-hmm. then we know what we are doing. And then for the ones that are strongly alive, that were able to even present candidates in this election, because yeah. it really took everybody aback. Mm-hmm. The parties that were deregistered could not even muzzle themselves to even bring up a candidate, prepare yes. for elections yes. and all that. And so when you even talk about the part of youth, I don't even think it's a discussion. Because I think now youth is a, is a function of, uh, of money. If you have enough money, you are not a youth. Because if, if, you, are, if you are 23, after all, the age to vote and be voted for is 18. Mm-hmm. If you are 23 and you have a trillion dollars behind you, you will not be a youth because you can buy the entire can, party I mean, structure yes, I mean, there, from there the are national young people who, to the end. Who are not really part of the youth struggle but have found themselves in power. Wow. Um, I think um, the young guy is Zambara Gusau. You know, I don't think we saw him. And that's not to say he's not deserving. I'm just saying that we didn't see him carrying placard or you to youth. Mm-hmm. But he's a deputy governor yeah. of, of Zambra. Right. There are people who we didn't even hear of them running or hear of them in part, part of the conversation when young people were talking about getting into this. Thing. But they are there in the House of Reps right now. And yeah, there are some we're not so proud of, but that, today is not the day. <laughs> so, okay. Um, lastly, um, how can citizens ensure the elections are free, as free and fair as possible? From our own end, though, I know that you feel like this thing is not really in our hands. It's not really, but maybe there's there's one or two things we can do, Sha, to jack our next shirts. Okay. Election monitoring body, how far? For, for, for me, mm. as a political scientist, I would say we still play a great role. Mm-hmm. And the only role. Because the election management body can do more than just putting those textbooks into place. Mm-hmm. But why in that polling unit? I know you, I know your father, I know your brother, I know your sister. Mm-hmm. If you've yeah. got problems, we'll bundle you and put you in you a sack and Actually. keep you somewhere. Because that's that's the whole idea of community policy. Mm-hmm. We all know ourselves. And so if we know your family is stealing, we know how to treat you. Mm-hmm. We know the chief. The chief can do the cultural arrangements and then we'll sort you. So we don't need to even rush to the high court or to the magistrate yeah. court. In the local government there we will treat you based on the local tra- customs and tradition and if it's thought that you need to be uh, extradited or what do you call that language or excommunicated from the village yeah. you will be done so why can't we treat that with regards to the polling units yes. because polling units how many square kilometers is one polling unit so, so there's no way they don't know each other and so if all or if most um, persons that come to vote mm-hmm. take it upon themselves to ensure that see there will be no violence here. I can bet you there will be no violence. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that, unlike other countries where the right to bear arms are more liberal than yeah, others, yeah. I would have said that uh, we should even carry our own personal <laughs> arms and protect it because the, the challenge is yeah. not... Because, in all fairness, we've had good Nigerians come out to protect their mandate. Mm-hmm. But when the metals come, Yes, it, it you, to, yes. by the grace of God, you too want to live to you see your children's children. Them. So... Yes. You will flee, mm-hmm. and by the time everybody flees, the, the whole thing goes goes alright. And then by the time everything goes that way, 
will now start talking about election petition and we now mm. drag and then we now drag now put to it into the, the, the answer that we know is still going to end with. <laughs> yes. So why did we drag it in the first, in the first place? place? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kevin. And Thank you. today has actually been quite, um, yeah, the day the enlightening conversation. Unfortunately, we do not have all the time. Podcasts have to last. <laughs> yeah. I've lasted a certain amount of time, but this has been a very great conversation. Looking forward to the results of the Edo State elections. Also remembering that look, what progress we make here or the lack of it is, is to show where we are going sure. in 2023. Also, in face of the insecurity in the nation, proliferation of weapons, whoever tends to use violence now, we've seen in many states, should know that that violence does not go after you win the election. Sure. It will stay and cost you your, your state. And for those of us voters, elections have consequences. So your 5,000 Naira will finish. Your, whatever you collected will finish. Trust me, I've, I've also been through that process and seen people coming to beg after selling their votes. All of those things will finish. You will be left with the consequences of your votes. And that is why many times at the end of the day, you'll see people not really being able to pinpoint who they want to complain the problem to yeah. because... By the time you say it's this person, say, but you voted him in, what was the reason? And people can't point it. Elections have consequences. Edo, Edo decides 2020 is coming. We must be vigilant. We must play our own part. Those forces who do not come from Edo State, all the people of Edo State, actually ensuring that attention is there on Edo State, what is happening there. We amplify their voices and we ensure that whatever concerns they are raising, we are here for them because that would also play out in our own elections. Thank you so much, Kevin, for much. today. I remain in Decato. This is the election podcast, and it is in collaboration between a collaboration between Abuja Discourse and the Electoral College. See you same time next week.